this is your host, Lori Hartsock. Welcome to Strengthened by Grace. Thanks so much for taking the time to hang out with me for a little bit. So I wanted to talk about um, integrity. And so Holy Spirit last week, he kept showing me the word integrity. And I've always had that word kind of show up in my life. I remember when I did martial arts, I... Um, um, we had a recite, you know, I will live with, um, with, um, with integrity and self-control and it was like a creed that we had. And so I think lately though, I, I mean, I don't know about you or, or whatever, but I didn't really like understand what the word integrity meant until Holy Spirit began to reveal it to me. And so before we get into that, I want to go ahead and welcome you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father, for your presence. God, say what you want to say. Do what you want to do, God, and just have your way, Holy Spirit. I thank you, Father, for your presence. I thank you, God, for your your compassion and your joy and your peace, Jesus. I thank you, God, for your wholeness in Jesus' name. And so integrity, I looked it up on the Webster Dictionary, and integrity um, is defined as wholeness. It's defined as the state of being whole, moral character, honesty, sincerity, and virtue. And so uh, a lot of people, you know, there's the buzzword right now is authenticity, And a lot of people, you know, tend to look at their life in pieces. And Holy Spirit really brought this um, in Ephesians 5, this scripture, where it talks about, therefore, uh, it's 5.1, and it's in the Amplified Bible. It talks about, therefore, become imitators of God. Copy Him and follow His example as well-beloved children. Imitate their Father. And walk continually in love, that is, value one another, practice empathy and compassion, unselfishly seeking the best for others, just as Christ also loved you and gave you himself up for us, an offering and sacrifice to God, slain for you so that it became a sweet fragrance. And then we look at... um, But sexual immorality and all these moral impurity, undeceived, offensive behavior or greed must not even be hinted among you as it is proper among saints for as believers our way of life whether in public or in private reflects the validity of our faith once again whether in public or in private reflects the validity of our faith so god is saying here like whether in public or in private we are living the essence of who we are in christ jesus there are not parts in us there is all wholeness like we are whole and so um to me i was reading a a um a like publication and it talks about that integrity is being the same person with everyone you know, and um, integrity actually equals authenticity. Um, God wants us to be exactly who he made us to be, no matter who is watching. And, um, you know, we look at the word hypocrite. So in the Greek word, um, they used to use that word because people would be acting to be somebody who they are not. 
And God is really like dismantling that in our lives. I mean, I see it where, you know, I, I social media and in life, you know, I see it where God, God shows me glimpses of, you know, people acting either to be liked, acting to be who they need to be. Um, and, um, and, uh, you know, I've been reading a lot of Brene Brown uh, material and she says, you know, I don't want to sell myself and be anyone you want me to be just to fit in. So how many times do we sell ourselves to fit in, right? And God is actually calling us to imitate him. And I was having a conversation with Nate about something else. And I thought about how, you know, we try to imitate everybody else. We try to be like other people. And there will be similarities in a sense because we come from the same family. So as brothers and sisters, as sisters and sisters, like we will have similarities because we are a family. But ultimately, like God wants us to imitate him. I think about how my boys and, you know, will imitate the way that we act. You know, sometimes... Um, I'll look at I, I'll look at Jacob and Judah and I'll see similarities of Nate. I'll see their confidence, how they walk into a room and they are very confident and they're okay with setting boundaries with others. And so I see similarities in the way that you know, God is asking us like, hey, I want you to imitate me. I want you to become like me. And I want you to live a life of integrity, being authentic to how I created you to be and not sell yourself to fit in, you know, and not compromise who I made you to be because you want to fit in, you want to be liked. And so Brene Brown um, explains that authenticity is the daily practice of letting go of who we think we're supposed to be and embrace who we are. And that is the same thing with Holy Spirit. Like Holy Spirit says, you know, I created you like Jesus created us and the Holy Spirit has been given to us because he knows how we optimize who we are. Like he, he is our manufacturer and we're, you know, we're not an object, but like he knows how we, how we optimize the best, you know, like he can give us the instructions of, thank you, Holy Spirit. He can give us the instructions of how we can best operate in our lives. And instead of compromising and trying to fit in, God is calling us to step out and be authentic, to live lives of integrity, of authenticity, to not be actors in our own life and act and pretend that we're somebody that we are not because people can tell. People can tell what is real and what is fake, right? And so um, I want us to look at, you know, for instance, something that really hit me personally was in Ephesians 5, where God says, you know, whether in public or in private, we are to be the same. Our faith should be the same. And, um, and you know, for me personally, I can think about, you know, with Nate, sometimes I get a little bit of em embarrassed um, to pray the way that I pray by myself or to speak in tongues uh, with him, you know, because even though he's my husband and I know he does not judge me at all, like he does not make fun of me or anything, but 
I, there's a part of me that is still, it's a vulnerable place for me to show up. And this is a place where Holy Spirit has been really revealing to me like, hey, you need to just let it go. Um, you know, you need to show up authentic with integrity. And so, you know, if it's me praying, if it's me speaking to Holy Spirit, um, instead of being embarrassed when Nate is around, I just need to be, I need to be who I am in private and in public. I also wanted to give an example of, um, you know, for me growing up, um, you know, I would, I grew up, you know, I'm Mexican, you know, and I I was never able to fit in with the Mexican girls or the Hispanic girls, and I was never really able to fit in with the white girls. Help me, Holy Spirit, to explain this in a way where people are able to understand. And so I always felt alienated. I always felt left out. You know, I was never Mexican enough for the Mexicans. I was never white enough for the white girls. And so, um, you know, that sense of um, not fitting in, of being alienated, right? So we have, I had that feeling. And then I also have another part of me where I, you know, since I was five years old, I would go with my mom to clean houses. And as I was cleaning houses, a lot of the people that we would go and clean houses for were white. And so, you know, a white woman, um, a white privileged woman. And so I, I always felt inferior to them. And recently, God, um, through Nate, you know, uh, we've been going to baseball with Jacob. And there's a lot of moms there who have a lot of money, um, very wealthy ladies. And so I think, um, and this is on a side note, um, every economic class has their own hidden rules. Keep in mind, for example, and this is out of a study from Dr. Um, Dr. Uh, oh man, Payne. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Dr. Payne from the University of Houston. And she talks about, um, you know, poverty and she examines poverty. And so she mentioned about there are hidden rules in every class. There are hidden rules when there is in, when people live in poverty, in middle class and in wealth. And so when it comes to um, the people that live in poverty, typically they are very connected, very try, very, um, they're willing to share because one of them will need at some point. Um, so they're very community based. They look out for each other and they tend to spend their money, um, on entertainment. I, I, you know, part of it may be because they are living in poverty and I do believe that poverty brings trauma and, um, and so you're looking at it in a sense of like, you know, they're, they try to kind of hide away from their pain of their daily life in poverty, right? Then you have the middle class and the middle class typically tends to strive. We tend to push to, to have the career, have the house, have be, um, have, um, sustainability financially and so forth where I have come to see that very rich people tend to be very standoffish. 
Um, I think a lot of them tend to be like, what is it that you want from me? Uh, what do you need from me? Uh, what are you going to ask that you're going to want that you know that I have? And so they tend to be very closed off, very um, private. And then also, um, there is a sense of who are you connected with so that I can gain more influence more wealth and so forth so they're looking at networking they are looking at who are you connected with who do you know um and so those are just that's the study i mean that's the truth um of you know research that dr Payne from the university of houston has done and so um you know for for me i'm mentioning this because like i said i always felt alienated from both parties and even now, um, when Holy Spirit um, showed this to me recently, you know, Nate examines me a lot. And so, like I said, you know, we, we are going to a baseball um, team and league where um, a lot of the moms live in that um, upper, upper class, you know, um, class, basically. They are very wealthy, very well connected um and so forth and so they are white okay most of them are white and that's just what it is and so we look at a you know being for me being a hispanic woman a mexican woman um you know i see them as white privileged women because that's what it is i mean there is a lot of white privileged women here in the united states and we're seeing it, you know, racially and stuff and socioeconomically. And so we look at, for example, um, for me, I had this um, subconscious uh, way of, of showing up you know, unauthentically, to be honest with you, because when I would surround myself with them and as I was you know interacting with them I would see myself less than and so Nate began to say like hey um I don't know their name so hey like I noticed that this mom started talking to you and all of a sudden you just like shut down you look down like if you were a nobody and he said you can't do that Lori and so I said oh my gosh like Holy Spirit has been dealing with me about this. And I mean, for me personally, I even look at it in a sense of, you know, um, being married to a white man and him having a white mother and sister who at times I don't feel very uh, welcomed into um, because I am Hispanic. And so that's just the way that I feel. And, um, and so I would always um, shy away from really showing up, um, showing up for who I am, my authentic self, right? I would always think like I have to be less than so I don't scare them off. I always have to make myself small so they do not become uncomfortable, right? And so I look at it in a sense of when I was five years old and I would clean houses for these white women and um, I would have to make myself small, be obedient, listen to what they're telling me to clean, um, do what they're asking me to do, right? And just almost be non-existent. 
And so I begin to, um, to uh, process these feelings and uh, really deal with it, you know, because for me, I was like, man, Holy Spirit, I have been living an unauthentic life, specifically when it comes to white women. And I thought about like, wow, like the fact that I make myself small around white women so they do not feel uncomfortable, that is me living a incongruent life. And so then at this point, you know, um, that's why God began to highlight to me, um, begin to highlight me like, hey, integrity, integrity in a spiritual life and who I created you to be is important. And the fact that like, um, he also said to me, incongruent living is exhausting. So we, I, I think about women who I observe and who I see that they always say they're so tired. And, and believe me, we talked about in a sense of, um, you know, just natural being exhausted, natural, not our natural human body of being, getting tired and needing rest and so forth. Right. But then I begin to process this with the Holy Spirit. And I'm like, what about if people who say they're always exhausted, always feeling tired, it's out of a place of being incongruent in their living, being unauthentic in their living, because when we have to pretend and and we have to act out to be someone that we are not, that gets very tiring. That gets very exhausting. And that's where God, um, you know, the Holy Spirit said to me, incongruent living is exhausting, Lori. And that, and that is why it's important for people to live in integrity, in authenticity, in their public life, as well as in their public life, that you are the same person publicly or privately. And so I begin to think about this with my issue with, you know, feeling inferior to white women. You know, I've seen multiple times in my own personal life where I do show up vulnerable. You know, even creating this podcast uh, for sick for say, excuse me, in a sense of, you know, I'm putting out my vulnerabilities and I put out the messages that I truly believe Holy Spirit gives to me. Like I do not see myself as being creative in any way. Um, and, and it's just like a burning message. The Holy Spirit begins to speak to me and that I put out. And then I've seen, um, white women, come listen and then use it in their own platforms for their own gain. And that has been so disheartening for me, right? Because once again, I look at myself as that five-year-old Mexican little girl that would be made fun of because I didn't know the language while she was cleaning houses with her mom, you know, in a sense of like, you're doing the work, but I'm going to get the reward. And and Holy Spirit, I mean, this is a whole different message in, it, in, in its own part, but he said, you know, that is a lie you've also been believing, Lori, because yes, you put in the work, you, you show up every day to, to seek after me, and I love how you seek after me, 
But the fact that you think they're getting the reward is actually a lie because in in his word, it says his promises that those who diligently seek him, he rewards, right? And even though naturally they are getting rewarded and I'm showing up with my vulnerabilities, my creative um, essence of what Holy Spirit is doing through me and someone else gets the credit for it. I take that pain to the Holy Spirit so then I can stand courageous and continue to to be um to be I guess like to shed things that I need to be able to shed right that no matter what happens and if we show up authentic and vulnerable that that is such a courageous thing to do and that I can find rest in knowing that, you know, God will do what he needs to do when those situations take place, right? And so, um, you know, I really just wanted to talk about this in a sense of, you know, living a life of integrity. And then also in Matthew, um, Matthew 5 8 it says God blesses those whose hearts are pure for they will see God that you know our hearts would be pure living in integrity and authenticity that we would not be acting out who other people need us to be so then they can feel comfortable so they don't feel small but that we truly would show up in the greatness of who we are in God right to be uh, authentic in our living, to have congruency in our private and public life. Because like I said, Holy Spirit said to me, incongruent living uh, leads to exhaustion. And I just think about that, like, man, like, thank you, Holy Spirit, for revealing to me that I've been playing small when I'm around white women, that I feel inferior to them, and God didn't call me to that, right? And then I also had this thought about, and I, I had this thought actually yesterday as we left Target, and I thought about, like, man, what about if God has called me to white women? And the devil has made me feel um, inferior and small and tried to keep me bound and not show up, show up in the essence of who God created me to be and to be in that powerful, beautiful Mexican woman of God that he created me to be. Um, because he's afraid of what I can release into their lives. And so, um, you know, I, I'm okay with not fitting in. I'm okay, you know, and I rest in the essence of who I am in God because I think about, I desire Christ Jesus. I want to take a hold of what he has taken hold of me that, that my life would be an inspiration, not just to others, but to my family, that I would be courageous to show up authentic, to show up and say, these are my vulnerabilities. These are things I struggle with and but even in the midst of that I'm still going to pursue the kingdom of God I'm still going to pursue the Holy Spirit so that he can remove and strip away everything that does not belong to me and I think that's what he's doing right now you know he's stripping off the the feeling of feeling inferior the feeling of feeling small when I'm uh, um, across um white women 
especially white privileged women, right? That they are not better than me and that I don't have to make myself small so that they can feel comfortable. And so whatever you, um, I, I guess my, my question to you is what makes you feel small? And I ask that you um, take that to the Holy Spirit, to Jesus, and just say, God, like, show up in these moments. Show me what it really looks like to live in the essence of who I am in you when something else outside of me is trying to make me feel small. Um, Because God didn't call us to that. And I think that may be a reason or something the devil tries to place on you because you're possibly called to to speak into their lives, you know? And so, um, yeah, I just, I don't think it's a coincidence that actually I've been meeting a lot of white women. Um, and they're, they're amazing, you know? And, you know, some are a little bit more, you know, superficial and things like that but I'm just thinking like man they are so intrigued with me yet I make my myself feel small so that they do not feel uncomfortable but even with the racial issues that we're seeing I think that it's okay if they feel uncomfortable it's okay that we call them up higher into what God created them to be and what a beautiful thing that God says like you know because you've been attacked in this area this is actually where I'm leading you to and so um I just leave you with these kind of random thoughts but yet message that you know God is calling us into integrity he is calling us into wholeness and integrity equals authenticity integrity means that we are not living incongruent lives which leads to exhaustion but he is leaning us into the essence of authenticity and it's a practice guys showing up every day authentic is a practice but the more that we do it the more it will become natural now one thing I've been doing is I write my intention for the day and what does my intention look like it just literally literally I say Holy Spirit today I I want to show up loving, patient, and authentic. And I I keep myself in that, like that is my anchor throughout the day. Like today I want to show up loving, uh, patient, and authentic. And some days will be another little thing, but you know, it's, I, um, I recommend that you practice that, that you practice, that you write out your intention in the morning and that you say, How do you want to show up today? What is the best version of yourself that you want to show up? And, you know, keeping it simple so it's not so confusing. But um, I I hope this message really blesses you and it's not formulated or I didn't really write notes. And I really pray that it makes sense to you. You know, that those feelings, whenever you do feel small, that you take it to God and ask, what is the truth of this God? And um, that God didn't call us to feeling small. He didn't call us to feeling inferior. And that, you know, um, at least for me in my own story of feeling inferior to white privileged women, that 
it, it may resonate with you, right? That it may resonate in a sense of that I am human too. I deal with these things on a daily basis, but I tackle them through walking in the spirit of God, through his love and not out of a spite in seeing them, but out of like, man, I don't want to continue to make myself small so they can feel comfortable. I just want to show up in who God created me to be, the authentic self in Christ Jesus and who I am. And so, um, so yeah, I leave you with that. I just thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, Papa Dios, te agradecemos, Dios mío. Te agradezco por tu misericordia. Te agradecemos por tu amor. Te queremos demasiado, Papa Dios. Espíritu Santo, ven y toca nuestros corazones. Ven, ven y toca nuestras mentes. Te agradezco, Espíritu Santo, por tu amor, por tu paz. Te queremos, Espíritu Santo, ven y ayúdanos a vivir una vida que realmente demuestra el Hijo Jesucristo en nuestras vidas. Que vivamos una vida de fe, de paz, de alegría, Dios mío. Te queremos demasiado, Papa Dios. Y, y gracias por esta palabra. Gracias, Papa Dios, por por penetrar nuestros corazones, nuestras mentes. Gracias por la sabiduría, el amor que nos das y que podamos ser quien tú hiciste, Dios. Que no tenemos que escondernos, que no tenemos que actuar, pero que podemos llegar en tu presencia, que podemos ser quien tú nos hiciste, que podemos llegar en esa grandez, Dios mío, en, en ese amor, Papa Dios. Te queremos demasiado, Espíritu Santo, y te agradezco por este día, te agradezco por las personas que están escuchando. Gracias, Papa Dios, por tu amor, uh, por tu mente, tus pensamientos que vengan y que nos ayuden a vivir una, una vida de integridad, una vida de... de de amor, de alegría, de vida, papá Dios, una vida tan maravillosa y bella y, y gracias, papá Dios, gracias Espíritu Santo por este momento.